Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For the day that you have made, thank you, Father God, for the warmth of the weather on this fine morning, oh God. We thank you for opening our eyes that we can use them to see you, oh God. We, we thank you for opening our ears, oh God, that we can use them to hear you, oh God. We thank you for opening our mouths and loosing our tongues, oh God, so that we can use them to praise you, almighty Father. We thank you for strengthening our hands and our feet, oh God, that we may do the things that you would have us to do, that we may put hands and feet to your word, Father God. We simply thank you, oh God, for this day that you have made. We thank you for the opportunity, oh God, to rejoice and to be glad in it, Father. We say hallelujah to your name, oh God. We desire within our hearts, Father God, that you not have to have the rocks cry out for us, oh God, but we understand that in all your sovereign will that you need nobody or no thing, oh God, and that the very environment that you have created, oh God, the very nature that you have created, oh God, including the inanimate rocks, oh God, will cry out and sing praises to you, oh God. Burst forth into song, Father God, if those that you have created do not give you the glory that is due your name. So based upon that fact, Father God, we choose to open our mouths, oh God, and say hallelujah. We say hosanna in the highest and peace in the highest heaven, O God, and glory on heaven and on earth. We say, Father God, that there is none like you, Father God. You are omnipotent, O God. You are omnipresent, O God. You are omniscient, O God. You know everything from the beginning, O God. You are the highest holy God, the only wise God, the only true God, the only immortal God, the only invisible God. Lord, we love you and we ask that you allow us to show you today. Command us, O God, we ask you that we may obey. Command us, O God, that we may be put into a position to be obedient and thereby blessed, O God. We thank you, Father God, for those intentions, O God. We thank you for those visions that you have placed upon our hearts, Father God. We simply thank you for another day to hear from you. We do enjoy sleep, Father God, and we thank you for it. We thank you for the opportunity to recharge our batteries, oh God. We thank you for the chance to rest and lay down after a long day of work and after a long day of serving you, oh God, a long day of activity. We are extremely appreciative of the chance, Father God, just to rest, but we are looking forward each and every day to being able to rise up and seek you, oh God, for that is where our life is, oh God. Our life is where you are, Father God. Our life is in our obedience to you. Our life is in our hearing commandments from you. Our life is in the very words that fall from your mouth, oh God. We agree with your son Jesus, our brother, our Lord and Savior, when he said it is meat to do my Father's will. He said that he has meat that we know not of, Father God. So we thank you for the food that comes down from heaven. We thank you for the body of Christ, oh God. We thank you for the blood of Christ, oh God. We thank you for his flesh that he has given us to eat. And we thank you for his blood that he has given us 
to drink, for he said this is true meat and this is true drink, and we are to eat it and consume it each and every day in remembrance of him, O oh God. We thank you for the opportunity to partake of the Lord's Supper, O oh God. We thank you for the chance to have eternal life by eating of your son Christ, O oh God. May we feast upon him each and every day. May we consume him and be made into his image, Father God. We thank you for the saying, Father God, that you are what you eat, Father God. So may we eat and may we consume your word every day, O oh God, that we may be who you have created us to be, that we may be like our Lord and Savior Jesus, that we may be like you, God, because we are told in our word, Lord, that you bit down and you breathe the breath of life into our nostrils. For that, we say thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your very spirit that lives inside of us, O oh God. We thank you that as we inhale and exhale, Father God, that that is the breath that you put inside of us. We thank you, Lord, and we ask you that you allow us to feel the touch of the divinity, oh God, that you have put down deep inside of us. Your word says that you have put eternity, oh God, in our souls. We thank you, Lord, that this world will not satisfy us. We thank you, Lord, that we will never be content in this world, oh God. We thank you for the things that come into our life that push us toward doing your will, oh God because we understand that we are just sojourners, and we thank you for the mission, oh God. We understand that we are just on assignment. We thank you for being ambassadors, oh God. We thank you for putting us here and giving us the equipment that we need to bring your will to pass on earth as it is in heaven. I ask, oh God, that you put the callers on the line today, Father God, on one accord. I ask that you do a work right now, oh God, and begin to unite our minds, Father God. Unite our spirits, Father God. Unite our souls, Father God, as we gather on this prayer line. I ask that the very prayers, O oh God, that the people on this prayer line are praying right now be united, O oh God, with mine. I ask that we are as one voice to you right now, Father God, because your word said that when they gathered together, O oh God, in the upper room on one accord, Father God, that you came in with your Holy Spirit, O oh God, like a mighty rushing wind, O oh God. We ask that you blow that wind of the Spirit into our lives right now, Father God. We thank you for this spiritual experience right now, Father God. We thank you that you have led us to the secret place right now, Father God. We thank you for the upper room that we are in right now, Father God. We thank you that all hearts and minds are on one accord, Father God. We thank you for the flames of fire like tongues of fire, O oh God, that alighted upon the heads of all those in the upper room that day, Father God, and you gave them power to minister, O oh God. We say thank you, Father God, for the power that you have given us to minister on this day, Father God. We thank you for the divine empowerment that you are putting upon us right now, O oh God. We thank you for those desires that are in our hearts right now, O oh God, that are even spilling over into the atmosphere as I speak right now, O oh God. 
We say thank you, Father God, for being on one accord. We say thank you, Father God, for your mission coming to pass. We say thank you, Father God, that we feel it right now in the spirit, oh God, that this is already a good day, oh God. No matter what happened on yesterday, Father God, that this is a new day that you have made, Father God. We thank you, oh God, already before the sun has even arisen, oh God, that we have already conquered this day, Father God. We thank you and give you praise already, Father God, because we are already victorious, Father God. We thank you, Lord Father, for being our God and for giving us this mission and this assignment on this day, Father God. We are already looking forward to the next day, Father God, because we are so enamored with you, Father God. We are so wrapped up in you, Father God. We just bless you and praise your holy name right now, Father God. Hallelujah, O God in the highest. You are good, God, and your mercy endures forever. As one voice, we say you are good, God, and your mercy endures forever. As one voice, we say you are good, God, and your mercy endures forever. Father God, we love you today, and we thank you, O God, for all of the traps of the enemy that you have laid bare, O God. You said if the bird sees the trap, it will not go to it. It will walk away, Father God. We thank you that we will walk away from those things that you have exposed already in the spirit to us, Father God. We thank you that when we see the traps that the enemy has laid, O God, that we will walk the other way. We thank you, Lord, that we will join hands and hearts and minds and souls with other believers, Father God, to make your will come to pass because you said where two agree, oh God, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am in the midst. Oh God, we thank you for your word, oh God. We thank you for the two or three or more that are on the prayer line right now, for you are in the midst, Father God. We thank you that we feel your presence right now, oh God. We thank you that you are that mighty rushing wind, oh God. We thank you that you are that flame and that tongue of fire on our heads right now, oh God. We thank you that we know that you are real because you have given us the seal of your Holy Spirit, oh God. We thank you that we are your very signet ring, oh God. We thank you that you have put the authority in us, oh God, to walk out in this world on your will, oh God, and in your power, oh God, and in your authority, oh God. We thank you for the power to cast out demons, oh God. We thank you for the power to raise the dead, oh God. We thank you for the power to not only cast out the evil spirits, but to send them back to the pit of hell from which they came, oh God. We thank you that when we show up, oh God, that the kingdom has arrived, Father God. We thank you, oh God, for missing an assignment because you have equipped us in full body armor, oh God. We thank you for the shield of faith that quenches all the fiery darts of the enemy, oh God. We thank you for the helmet of salvation that protects our head and protects our mind, oh God. We thank you for the breath plate of righteousness, oh God, that allows us to walk through any battle and we can take the hits, oh God, and not even feel it, Father God. We thank you for that mighty, mighty sword of the Spirit, oh God, which is the Word of God. We thank you for the vision of revelations where Jesus has swords coming out of his mouth, oh God. We thank you for the double-edged sword that not only divides asunder flesh and bone, Father God, but we thank you that it divides truth from lies, real from faith. Spirit from that which is not spirit, light from darkness and everything that needs to be divided so that when we walk in this world, we can walk circumspect, oh God. Hallelujah. We thank you that we can check ourselves, oh God, because you've given us the ultimate security guard. 
We thank you for peace, oh God, that is the ultimate umpire in our hearts, oh God. We thank you that when we have a prayer request and we give it to you, oh God, we already know that it's answered before we finish speaking, oh God, because the peace of you has settled upon our hearts. Oh, Lord, we thank you on this day for being on one accord. Oh, Lord, we thank you for the souls on the prayer line even coming on right now, Father God. We thank you that they have stepped into the circle, Father God. Hallelujah. We thank you that they have joined the fire, Father God. Hallelujah. We thank you that they have joined the multitude in the upper room, oh God. Hallelujah. Breathe fresh on them, Father God. They've been on the line 30 seconds, oh God. Give them a taste of what we've been feeling thus far, oh God. Set them on fire for you, oh God, that they may go out today, oh God, and have the best day of their lives, oh God. Only because you said it, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for those who have been sick, oh God. We thank you for those that have been laid low, oh God, because you are a healer, oh God. We ask that you heal us right now. We thank you for those of us that have been horizontal for a time, oh God, because now we thank you for being vertical, oh God. We thank you, Father God, for those of us that have been confused, because, Father God, right now we have clarity. We thank you, Father God, for those of us who could not speak, because right now, Father God, you have loose lips, oh God. We thank you right now for those of us who couldn't dance, oh God, because right now we're cutting a rug, oh God. We thank you, Father God, that we can be what you have called us to be, oh God, because you are God and God alone. No one else, oh God, has control over our life but you. So we come to you, the ultimate controller. We come to you, oh God, for permission. We come to you, oh God, for forgiveness. We come to you, oh God, for provision. We come to you, oh God, for what we need. And we ask right now, Father God, as we spread our arms open wide on this prayer line, Father God, and I can see the arms in the spirit, oh God, opening up to you, fall fresh upon us, oh God. Open your windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing that we won't have room enough to receive, oh God. We ask that you rebuke the devourer from our lives, oh God. We ask that you rebuke the noisome pestilence, oh God. We ask that you rebuke the enemy in our lives, Father God. We ask that you put your boldness on the inside of us, Father God, that we may go out and preach your word, oh God, with so much boldness that people will look at us and say, They've been with Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. And if they don't know who Jesus is, Father God, may we tell them. And if they don't know who Jesus is, Father God, may we tell them about a Savior from Nazareth, oh God. May we tell them about a man who decided to come down from heaven and save our lives. May we tell them, oh God about Jesus, who is also called the Messiah, who is also called the Christ, who is also called the Son of God, who is the Lord and Savior of our lives. May we tell him today, Father God, that there is yet a God on the throne, and his name is Jesus, and he is Lord. His Father is God, Lord Yahweh, Lord Jehovah, and the Holy Spirit is his weapon and his spirit that he uses to turn us into his image. Father God, we bless you. And we thank you for this day. We thank you for those gathered in the upper room. We thank you for the divine empowerment. We thank you for the fire that is in our souls right now. And we ask you, O oh God, to now release us. As you are the master archer, we are your bows and your arrows. Pull us back and let us fly, O oh God. We give our lives to you because we know that you will hit the bullseye every time. So in the name of Jesus, we pray, O oh God, hit the bullseye in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, man of God. God bless all of you. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus of Christ. I am my brother's keeper. 
I believe that God wants us to hold and withhold and to lift up one another in prayer and love each other. Hey, on this morning, we have First Lady Brooks. She's going to be on the prayer line this morning with us. Are you there, baby? Yes, I am, sir. Right. God bless Thank you. you. God bless you. Um, let's just continue in prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you again for that powerful prayer that the brother has went forth um, just boldly at your throne, Father. We just embrace that prayer. We uplift that prayer. We accept that prayer, Father. Lord, I just ask that you be with me. Speak through me, Father. Rise up in me, God, that um, control my thoughts, control my tongue, Father, and only let it be you that is speaking through me. Father, we thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. I am Lady Brooks. I am under Apostle Keith J. Brooks at Judas Warrior Your Praise, and I am my brother's keeper. This morning we'll be going to Jeremiah 4, chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, and also Proverbs 24, 3 through 5. Again, that's Jeremiah 4, verses 3 and 4. And it reads as such, for thus saith the Lord to the men of Judah and Jerusalem, break up your fallow ground and sow not among thorns. Circumcise yourselves to the Lord and take away the foreskins of your heart, ye men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, lest my fury come forth like fire and burn that none can quench it because of the evil of your doing. This morning we'll be talking about the knowledge of God. And um, in Jeremiah, God is telling us to break up, which means to separate the fallow ground. Fallow ground can be, um, it says that it's cultivated rich land that you are allowing to remain idle during a growing season. And um, I said, well, Lord, what what does that mean for us this morning? And the Lord said to me, um, to us on this prayer line, that he knows, in fact, that we have, rich land in us because we sacrifice our sleep. We sacrifice our time to get on this prayer line to hear a word from on high. That's, that, that's the beginning of letting you know that you have rich land in you. So break up the fallow ground. Break up those hard places to get to that rich land. And so not among the thorns. In Matthew 13, it illustrates that throwing seeds among thorns, the thorns spring up and choke out the seed. So ultimately your seed does not grow. Follow ground can be hardened hearts, unforgiveness, self-righteousness, being judgmental, feeding on the word of God when it's convenient, doing works with no love, even self-hatred, knowing enough of the word or memorizing scripture to seem spiritual. Follow ground is a danger to yourself and to others. It's carnality. It's just temporary. It's worldly. God is telling us this morning it's time. It's time to repent. It's time to let go. It's time to look in the mirror. Look at yourselves. It's time for deliverance. It's time to study. It's time to pray. It's time for you to break up what you and who you believe you are. It's time to take an analysis of oneself. There must break up. There must be a plowing in our hearts, a plowing in our minds, a plowing in our ways. Like I said, fallow ground is carnality. It's temporary. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's dangerous. You, you, you're doing enough in the kingdom to seem spiritual. You're doing enough to seem like you know who God is. But in Luke 9, 62, uh, chapter 9, verse 62, Jesus says, No man, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. This in today's term means that if you're driving your car and you keep looking back in your back seat, destruction and maybe even death is bound to happen. This means that you are not functioning at full capacity in the kingdom. You, when you have fallow ground, you are choosing to lay there with 
cultivated rich land that you are allowing to remain idle during a growing season. There are seasons when you need to plant different types of seeds, and there are seasons in the kingdom that God allows us to do certain things in our lives. But you, with fallow ground, you are being ineffective in the kingdom because you choose to be idle. You choose to be idle when you see everybody else is flourishing and you want to be mad or you want to gossip or you want to talk about why is this happening, why is that happening, or you even want to throw a pity party to say, why not me, Lord? It's because of your fallow ground. God is telling us in Jeremiah, break up that fallow ground. Today, you you can do that. This is what's happening. It's a form of godliness. It's a form of saying, hey, I I go to church on Sunday. I I, I know some scripture. I I memorize some scripture. I I can even pray. But the thing is, is just because you can say some words does not mean that prayer is being effective. This is happening to us. There is a form of godliness but denying the power within. The power this morning is the power of knowledge. When we have the knowledge of God, we understand that breaking up fallow ground means the harvest is coming. Amen? When we submit to that separation, the bruising and the beating and the shocking of letting go of oneself and accepting God's way, we know a harvest is coming. That's what we have to do. If you know anything about gardening or anything about land or planting seeds, there is a, a, a separation that you have to do to the land. There is something, that a, a tool that you use, that use it's a tiller, a shovel, your hand, a plat, whatever you want to call it, it is something that you need to do to that land. In our backyard this year, I planted a garden. I wanted to plant a garden. But when my husband went to go till the land, it, 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 was, it was so much rocks in there, he could only go a couple inches. And to plant a good seed, you need at least 12 inches to plant that seed. There's so much fallow ground inside of us, inside of the church, that we can't plant. God cannot plant good seed into us. He cannot plant deep enough that it could take root. And, and like I said in Matthew 13, it, it, it's shallow. It, it's nothing growing there. It'll blow away in the wind eventually if you don't put any good soil, any fertilizer in there. There's, there's fallow ground in us that needs to be broken up. And to do that, you do. You have to beat that land. You have to separate it. You have to pull it apart. You have to – and it does go into a shocking because guess what? Those weeds that are there, they have to be pulled up. That's shocking to those weeds. Eventually, in a few days, they'll just wither away and die. There's a shocking that goes on. There's some things that God has spoke to us that when we look at ourselves, it's shocking to us how dirty we can be, how mean we can be, how nasty we can be, how, 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 um, how prevalent it is that we are conscious of being human beings and how we treat one another. We see it going on in the world, injustice. We see it. Then there's injustice in the church, how we treat one another. We can't even hug. We can't even smile. You know why? Because you have fallow ground. I don't care how good you look in church. I don't care how holy you seem. You have fallow ground when you can't do things with love, when you don't have good seed that has taken part of you. That is the knowledge of God. See, praying for God to bless fallow ground is foolish. It's just foolishness. Asking God to bless you but not willing to plow, put in work, puts you in the category of just knowing God. It's just your personal experiences you keep talking about. Have you ever heard those people? They want to tell you what God did for them. God did for them 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, three years ago, two weeks. It's just constant. That's all they ever talk about is their experiences with God. It's just knowing of God. Have you ever met somebody say, and they say, hey, do you know um, Lady Brooks? Oh, I know of her. I don't know her. 
So you can't tell about anything that's going on in my life. You can tell of things that you've seen, or maybe you've seen me at the grocery store picking up something. You can talk about those things, but you don't know, you don't have any knowledge of who I am. See, that's what we're doing. We're asking God to bless us with fallow ground, and that lets us just know who God is. And you know, saints, who I'm talking about. You, you know people like that. All they talk about is what God does, that did for them years ago, months ago, days ago. And that's just the experience. But when you choose, hallelujah, this morning, when you choose to go through the plow, when you choose to go through that bruising and beating and shocking of that, of breaking up that fallow ground, you have chosen to remove impurities, hallelujah, impurities that will choke out your seed. Then and only then can you begin to have the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God is acquired only from God. Can't nobody else give it to you. I don't, I don't care how much you, you uh, go to church on Sundays, you feed on the word. Only God can give it to you. Only God. So when you go to church and you're doing everything else but listening to the man of God, when you're going to Bible study, doing everything else but um, listening to the teacher, when you're, when you're doing everything else but listening to the voice of God, you, you, you're not getting any knowledge. It comes from God. So you cannot say that I, I, I have knowledge of God, but you haven't put in any work. Your ground is fallow, fallow. It will choke out that seed. The knowledge of God is acquired from God, and we control how much we get. We control it. Did you, did, we have that power. We control how much knowledge we get from God. I said it earlier. When you feed on the word only when you want to. When you go to church only when you want to. When you study only when you want to. When you pray and you keep asking, 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 and you ain't even pausing to let God say what he needs to say. When you get up from your knees or you get up from that moment, you don't even give God a chance to even say anything to you. You control how much we get from God. Our knowledge is dependent on what God gives us. Earlier I said breaking up ground means a harvest is coming. That's knowledge. Knowledge is going to give us that harvest. You will know how much knowledge of God is in you. Amen. You will know it. This morning, you will know it. You are even looking, examining yourself right now. How much knowledge of God do I really have? Because the harvest will show the reward. Amen. The fruits of the tree will show. We will know. I will know. You will know. And this isn't about what other people see. The uh, apostle said it on Sunday. You think people don't see what you're doing, but people see it. They're just not saying nothing. So you're the only person living in your own, your own fantasy reality. See, it's a fantasy for you, but we see the reality. Amen? So because you, the harvest will show your reward, it's plentiful in the beginning and maybe dying out now. Oh, in the beginning when you got saved, oh, man, you was in it. You was on that word. You was praying. God was speaking to you. Oh, you want to prophesy. You want to heal people. You want to do all these things in the beginning, but now they're dying out. So we know where you, you, you should know where you are in your land. Or is it consistent? Have you been consistent with God? Is a consistent harvest that keeps coming in, keeps coming in, keep being blessed, and keep. And I'm not talking about material things. I'm, this this isn't about uh, your house or your car. This is about that joy and that peace and that love and that long suffering, that grace and that mercy. This is about the knowledge of God. Those things, those spiritual things that will cure you, that are not not carnal. Those temporary things. This these this is a knowledge of God. God's knowledge is never ending. 
Have you ever read a scripture and it means one thing, then years or months later you read it again or hear it from somebody and it means something else? The knowledge of God is limitless. There's revelation in it for, for everybody. Everybody will get something from the knowledge of God. You will never receive all of it or outgrow it. Amen. Proverbs 24, 3 and 5, I said that was our uh, second scripture. And it says, I'm going to read this. It says, 24, 3 and 5, through wisdom is in house builded, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong. Yea, a man of knowledge increases strength. All precious and pleasant riches. Amen. And by the knowledge shall the chambers be filled. All, all encompasses all. All encompasses all. It tells us right there. And by knowledge shall the chambers. So, so it, the chambers can't be filled without knowledge. We, we understand that. And, for, and by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. All. All my brothers and sisters. A wise man is strong. And it says, yay. I looked up, I defined, it shocked me when it said, define more than this. So a wise man is strong, but define more than this. A man of knowledge increases strength. Means your strength will, your strength will continue to increase. It will never stop with the knowledge of God. Uh, Psalms 34, 8 says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. The knowledge of God is limitless. Your strength will be increased. So you might as well keep plowing that fallow ground because you have not arrived in heaven, so there is more to do. It is not too late. See, the world is seeing a quarantine. I see a season to grow. I see saints of God coming out of houses with the arsenal of weapons. Amen? I see saints bold as lions coming out. I see saints endowed with power from on high. The world is saying be quarantined. The world is saying be scared. The world is saying be fearful. But I see saints coming out of home with the knowledge of God because some of us have been in this house working, tearing down some things. Some tears have been shed during this quarantine. Some warfare and victories have taken places in home. Deliverance has happened in living rooms and bathrooms and bedrooms. Deliverance has happened. Saints, if you were in the right mind, this is, this, this is how you know where you are during this time of COVID-19. If you, if you are still in the knowing category or do you have knowledge of God? Have you wasted these 90 days? Oh, I can't go. It's scary out there. What they talk? You got news on every every TV. You 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 can't get out your phone. You can't. You you're doing all of everything else but what you should be doing. Revival is at hand when these saints come out. Amen. That's what I see when, when the doors of the church are open, when the doors of our homes can be open and the government is not saying, oh, they're monitoring this and you can't do this and you can't do that. Revival is at hand because of the knowledge of God. The saints have chose to plow fallow ground during this season. This is a growing season. See, some of us, apostles said it, we have said it over and over. This, some of us have been more blessed than we were when we was working. Some of us have been more blessed now during quarantine than we were a year ago. Amen? The world is fearful, but the saints of God is saying, not me. The saints of God is saying, I have the knowledge of God, and I'm willing to stand on that. It says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed 
is the man that trusted in him. If you trust him, you are blessed in this season. Amen. I declare and decree today that every person on this prayer line submit to plow any and all fallow ground to receive an abundance of knowledge from God. Receive your harvest today, brother and sister. Today is your day. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you, Father, for, for allowing us to see, Father, who we are and where we are in our, in our steps with you, God, what we possess in knowledge of you. Father, I thank you. I worship you, Father. And I ask, Father, that the seed that you have given this morning be, be sowed on rich, fertile, deep-rooted ground in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. I bless you. Amen. Well, God bless you. Well, God bless you. Hey, beloved, that's the word from the Lord. Amen. A great writer once said that ignorance is the curse of God, but knowledge is the wings wherewith we fly to heaven. God has given us the knowledge of him and his son, Jesus the Christ, we need to know of. Hey, beloved, I am my brother's keeper. I'm praying for you. Pray for me. Pray one for another. Because I believe what the woman of God just said. I believe revival is getting ready to hit this land, and it's going to shake hell like never before because God's getting ready to do something great in the earth. I'm praying for you. Pray for me. Hey, beloved, I am my brother's keeper. This is your apostle. I'm out. Have a blessed day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.